This week on This Week in Blurns Ball. Red Sox versus Dodgers. Clash of the Titans. The battle for Mookie's soul. Wait. What do you mean neither of them made it? The other guys won? We had notes. Screw this. Cancun on three. One, One two, two, three. three. Cancun. Cancun. <laughs> Welcome to This Week in Blurring's Ball. Are we? Nope. Oh, Zoidberg. Ah, uh, Scruffy. It's a combination you didn't get enough of on Futurama, which is a I, shame because standalone, they're two of the best characters. They really are, but they're good for, like, little bits. My favorite combination was Scruffy and Mop Bucket. Ah, uh, Mop Bucket. I'm a man, and you're janitorial equipment. <laughs> they would never know. In a different city, we could be different people. <laughs> no, my bucket. Go before I lose my will. <laughs> yep. And with that, welcome to the show. I am your co-host, Ben Bloom. With me, as always, is co-host, executive producer, and rain dancer, Dick and Morris. Yes, rain dancer, but not in the racist way. No, I'm singing in the rain, you know. Make him laugh, make him laugh. Don't you know everyone loves a laugh? Is that from singing in the rain? I swear it was. Oh, shows how well I know my '40s era musicals. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So it's raining here. Good thing there's a dome on that stadium of that certain telecom company. But let's talk about the World Series first. It's the World Series that nobody wanted. No. Let's forgot to do something over the past few games. Was it hit the ball? Hit the ball. It was hit the ball. It, it was hit the ball. But, you know, it was a fun year to be a Red Sox fan, which, again, for most of this century, it has been. Lousy, stinking Red Sox. And, yeah, not a great way to end the year, but I hate that Houston is so good and they're such... ah, God damn They're so good at baseball and also so evil. Again, it's like they don't have that Yankees intimidation factor, but they have that edge. They have that, you know, like we're better than you and we know it vibe. Yes. And then, of course, there's their opponents, Atlanta, who, you know, have the fans that do the racist thing. It, how hard is it to just not play the stupid music? They don't play the music anymore. 
The fans just do it. Okay, so then it was that uh, Kansas City uh, Kansas City football game where I music. Yes. Okay. And the Dodgers, the 106 win Dodgers. You had two teams. We were shitting on the NL East all year, weren't we? We were, and yet here it is, the champion of the NL East in the World Series. I mean, we, did we, I think we both picked Atlanta to, to, to make the playoffs, but then they had, you know, Ronald Acuna get injured, guys, you know, like not on the team. It's, it's incredible that they're here. I mean, there is Freddie Freeman. I mean, credit to Alex Anthopoulos. He rebuilt their outfield on the fly at the trade deadline. Hey, so Alex Anthopoulos is in a World Series. You, you doing all right, sport? Yeah. I am more comfortable with the long-term prognosis for the Blue Jays. Yeah. I mean, the Mark Churian candidate, I'm just waiting for him to turn, just rip open his shirt, Guardians. Of the galaxy? He's going to go fight space creatures with Star-Lord and Rocket? Well, I've always contended that Ross Atkins is secretly Groot. I haven't heard him say more than I am Ross. Fair enough. It's a distinct possibility. I but, am Groot. Yeah. I mean, from a... Like, if you looked at it in a vacuum, you gave the teams neutral uniforms, it would be a competitive, enjoyable, fun World Series. Add one shred of context, and it's not fun. <laughs> not fun at all. If I am forced to choose a team to cheer for, it's clearly Atlanta. They didn't cheat, and they've got a cool general manager. I don't know. I mean, Dusty Baker getting that World Series managerial ring would be nice. But Texas is the worst, and Georgia ain't that great. <laughs> yeah, but... Houston still got the cheating tanked on them. <laughs> you said cheating. It's cheating. Cheating. You thought I was going for the other word. <laughs> I did think that. Yeah, that's, that's what we in the business call the misdirection. <laughs> Wait. Oh, boy. <laughs> like Midnight Poutine? Ooh. It's very Canadian and very strange. <laughs> Oh man, that yeah, Moja de Lamour is awesome. <laughs> but it will be a entertaining World Series. Yeah, uh, although, a from a neutral of... fan's perspective, there is a reason to dislike both teams. Yes, but most years there's a reason to dislike both teams. Just not as strong as there is this year. Yeah, I mean. If this is just the summer of Jordan Alvarez, like, holy shit. Why did anyone pitch to him ever? He's, uh-huh. he's standing there just like, ooh, ball. It's so goddamn good. So good. Oh, man. And, again, like, there were times where, you know, like, Altuve was cold, Correa was cold. And then it's these, like, random guys. Like, they, it's like the barehanded outfielder hitting bombs. You have uh, Martin Maldonado with clutch hits. And again, the pitchers love Martin so effing much. They don't care if he doesn't hit a ball the rest of his career. 
Yeah. Like oh that, that gosh, is the definition of the caddy. But yeah. I mean, and then after like pretty lousy starting pitching to start the ALCS, like from Valdez and Luis Garcia turned it the hell around. Yeah. Very much so. But here, here's my here's my theory though about about Garcia. So he has exceptional hair. Yes, true. Like I'm, I'm talking like he like 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 any hockey player who talks about lettuce. No, this guy's the full fucking salad bar. <laughs> so here's the thing though. Before every pitch, he goes to his ponytail. Yeah, he's he's. Tainting the ball with something. Maybe it's just, um, oh, geez, what? It's from Zohan. What was the? Maybe it's just the Avalon. Is the Avalon? Maybe it's Hummus. It could be anything back there. It could be. It could be. It could be Pert. It could be friggin' Pert that gives you that extra grit. But again, this is a widely held, not verified fact. How have the umps not checked it? I feel like the umps aren't at the stage yet where it's like, can we, what, what you got going on in there? And again, his hair may be perfectly legit, but maybe it's the, the top, the twist top. Uh, maybe it's like the, uh, the, like maybe it's the, the, the hair elastic that has a secret thing on it. Again, this is not true at all. Again, you're allowed to, to, touch yourself for lack of a better word before throwing the baseball and we're allowed to speculate on whatever we want <laughs> pure speculation but oh my god like like those he was lights out he's throwing a freaking perfect game in a winner go home playoff game yes he was oh man yeah we, we very well we we, we very well, may we may very well have a repeat World Series winner for the first time in a while, like multiple times in the same. Uh... I was looking. I don't know. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. Uh, someone put up a graphic of you know World Series winners of the past twenty years. Other than the Cardinals, Giants, and Red Sox, it's been a bunch of one-off winners. Um, don't the Astros have two? Uh, no, they made it to one and got swept yes. by Chicago. That's correct. And then they won in 2017, and then they lost to a Bryce Harperless Washington Nationals. Right. So, yeah, there's been a ton for, for all of the valid complaints about baseball being a rich team succeed sport. There's been a fair bit of championship democratization. That there has. And I mean, that's what happens when you play a playoffs of randomness after a 162-game season where everything gets leveled out. We're still on that, right? <laughs> We're still on that. Okay. <laughs> One extra game. And it was absolutely the game where Dolis just lobbed a meatball to JD in Florida. Yep. That was a fun game because I'm like, oh my god, they're, they're bringing in the slow pitch guy. 
Seriously, I've had games of self pitch where I've fouled off more than that guy threw. Yeah, well, he's no longer a major league pitcher. It's okay, neither are we. We have something in common with Rafael Delis. Hooray! Great hair, though. Sorry? Great hair, though. Oh, fantastic hair. And, and, And again... You, you've got a good bowl of cabbage up there yourself. Like, don't sell yourself short, my friend. Yeah, you've got the scragglies. Yeah, well, again, I decided if I can't go up, I will go face. Full face. Shall we talk about the goings-on <laughs> with the corporate level of the Blue Jays? I feel like we have to because this was, like, the, my biggest takeaway from whatever the shit is happening at A.A. Ron Rogers Incorporated is what does this mean for the Blue Jays? Will they be sold and will they move to Oakland? No, they'll be moving to Las Vegas. Ooh. Las, Las Vegas, Vegas, now a member of the American League East. <laughs> oh, that would be fun and terrible. But yeah, I mean, whatever family meh fighting is going on. It's, it's like an episode ends. of Succession. It is, but it's it's not funny because, you know, how many people's internets and phones, it's like, and also baseball team and stadia. Yeah. So, But otherwise, it's funny as shit. Otherwise, it's very funny. So to bring all of our listeners up to speed, Ed... Ed Rogers? Yeah, yeah, Edward Edward for short. <laughs> Edward Rogers, the son of Ted Rogers, uh, who was the chairperson and predominant and the major stockholder of the Rogers Corporation, tried to oust the CEO of Rogers. The CEO found out through a butt dial. <laughs> I mean, credit where it's due to the Globe and Mail, like how you get that headline out there without at least one editor going. Are we sure about this? Do we know it wasn't a pocket dial? Do we know that it wasn't a an accidental dial? Do we know that it wasn't a phone hack? Like the fact that they were able to like clear it through their like due process to get the words butt dial into a headline. Right? That's amazing. Um, the CEO then rallied the forces and at the next board meeting, he got to stay on and they threw out Ed Rogers. So Mr. Rogers doesn't have a neighborhood anymore? Well, Mr. Rogers still owns the company. Yeah, so that's the part where it's like, wait a minute. So you can own it, but not run it. You own the toy, but you don't get to play with it. Oh, it's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like an NFT. Exactly. Except this NFT controls everybody's telecom services. Yeah, and like... Like, oh, you want to make a phone call today? No, because Martha's got some shit to say now. <sighs> Why did you say that name? <laughs> Wait a minute. The, 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 the sister of the head of Rogers and the head of Bell are both named Martha? Why did you say that name? <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, and now, of course, in typical Bender Rodriguez fashion, Ed's going to start his own board with Blackjack. You know what? Forget the Blackjack. 
Yeah. So he's trying to completely dismiss the other board, which he kind of has the right to do as the, you know, majority shareholder and replace them with a board that'll put him back and get rid of the CEO. But I don't think that'll happen. Yeah. And I think there are certain things in laws that prevent that from happening. But as Homer Simpson once put it, revenge. (laughs) And as Homer Simpson also put it, you know, they have the internet on computers now. They have the internet on computers now. (laughs) I know it's the latest craze. But yeah, so if you thought Rogers wasn't spending money on the Blue Jays before, their legal fees mean that, you know, they won't be able to afford a tailor for Robbie Ray's pants. Oh, Robbie Ray. Yeah, he's going to be wearing bell bottoms in the Bronx. His achy, breaky pants. Yeah. I'm amazed he didn't have a rip this year. Right? I mean... Like same with the same with like Walker Bueller, who they're practically painted on. <laughs> I think Walker Bueller's pants actually are painted on. And Enrique Hernandez, like he's he's decided that pants are just a state of mind. He's essentially wearing above the knee culottes. Yes. Well, I mean, that's the thing with the high socks. Oh yeah. But again, like he's at the point where, you know, like like there there is no knee coverage. <laughs> yeah. Which again. Considering how awesome he was, yeah, make it work. Work it, work it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we'll see what the uh, Rogers Corporation decides to do. Well, what we do know is that Mark Shapiro is very friendly with both sides of this disagreement. Of course, he is because he's the Mark Churian candidate. No matter who wins, he wins. Exactly. Soviet Union. I, I thought you disbanded. Yes, this was we want you to believe. Must destroy capitalism. I said it once. I'll say it again. Democracy doesn't work. Ah, uh, Kenny Brocklestein. <laughs> oh man! But yeah. And we're almost, it's crazy. We're almost in the baseball offseason. We're just jumping over the World Series a little. <laughs> eh, the World Series can happen. And then to the offseason, where somehow two of the best free agents are Blue Jays, which is amazing. And when was the last time that ever happened? Never? Yeah, I mean, no, like uh, Carter was a trade, Winfield was a trade, um, Fernandez was traded, and then subsequently. I mean, David Price but, was briefly a Blue Jay, and he was the top free agent pitcher on that market. And then his dream came true, and he went to a good team. <laughs> oh, wait, that was John Farrell. Oh, right. Neither oh. of them won a world. Oh, wait, John Farrell did. Yeah, they both won World Series. This is. Did he? I know he won a World Series. This is in, in, in Los Angeles. Price won in 2018. He oh, shut yeah, that's down right. Houston. He shut up the haters. That's right. He did. He did the thing. Good for him. And yeah. now he didn't even make the playoff roster. That's okay. He's got his World Series ring. He's good. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he didn't even win with LA because he sat out last season. Because he's a responsible parent? <laughs> yes, he is. 
which again, can't fault the guy for that. That's a, a, a big respect move. Responsible adult. Very responsible. Like Freddie Freeman, who always wears long sleeves. It's, it's actually very responsible. Yes, it is. Well, his mom died of skin cancer, didn't she? Yeah, so he's like incredibly cognizant of that, which is super responsible. Also, his child is adorable. Mm-hmm. Also, his relationship with Anthony Rizzo is adorable. <laughs> How does a team that gets struck out by a position player pitching make it to the World Series? They shouldn't. And yet here they are. <laughs> oh, man. Do we even have TV to talk about? There's no Ted Lasso. There was no, no what if. Dune. Titans. Yeah. Dune came uh, out. Dune came out. I mean, do the nerds approve? The nerds do approve. Ooh, nerds don't approve of anything. I know. They're so picky. Yeah, they're very, very particular with their nerdness. Ossity. Nerdosity. Nerdosity. We already talked about the Batman's commercial. We did. Still see The Eternals cool. is still a couple weeks away. That's right. Which, again, for those of you who don't know about the Eternals, it's a movie. <laughs> hey, come on, Gianni's in it. And he got ripped. Yeah, again, I- I'm excited for it. Just I don't remember ever reading an Eternals comic. Neither do I. I- again, it's like it- it- at this point, we're just like nodding our heads with whatever Marvel gives us. Like Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm like, sure. Then I learned it was a comic. I'm like, I, I believed you the first time. You-, you didn't have to show your homework. And then it was great. And then it was Groot. <laughs> we are... Groot. I know, right? It's a metaphor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like again, Marvel can just make shit up and we'll be like, uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this one was directed by the director of the last year's Best Picture winner. Yeah, Chloe Zhao. She's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And again, seems like a cool premise. These are super gods, but like the fun kind of gods that use their powers to do things. Yeah. And then they're fighting... Super Devils? I was going to say Thanos' house pets. No, because the Celestials are other things. Are they not space gods? I don't know. Uh, They've gotten to the the weird part of the comics. And then there's Spider-Man! Ah, yeah, Spider-Man! That that makes more sense. A teenager that is a spider. See? Grounded in reality. Real situations. You know, your, your, your wrists shoot things out. You're, you're, you're climbing walls. You're fighting Michael Keaton. You know, grounded, realistic storytelling. Making deals with a sorcerer who clearly is faking an American accent to erase yourself from all of history. So you're telling me you want to take the lift up to the lorry and use the loo. I'm an American. <laughs> yes, clearly. Yes, very much. Yes, now you, 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 always, you. It's the subtle things. It's the little things, you know. I never would have guessed it. Wink. <laughs> You're not supposed to say wink. No, I didn't. Raise middle finger. <laughs> um. Yeah. That. 
And when is that coming out? Is that like a this year or a next year? End of November. Holy shit. It makes me almost want to go into a movie theater. Well, you could just wait 45 days and then watch it on Disney+. Plus. Oh my god, I totally could. But then all of the spoilers will be out. I just won't go on the internet. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I, I, I live there. Oh, the internet. It's a great place, except for all the terrible places. Yeah. Just like America. The internet is really, really great. Ben won't say the next line. For corn. Ooh. Yeah. Mm, Farmersonly.com. <laughs> I knew there'd be a pivot there somewhere. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey. Speaking of baseball, we want to give a very special podcast birthday shout out to sibling of the podcast, Jacob Bloom. And no, Jacob Morris didn't just take my last name. I do have a sibling named Jacob. Sure you do. (laughs) But yeah, so if you ever hear me reference a Brooklyn Dodgers scholar, it is in fact a 26-year-old film production person from Thornhill. Hey, you know, he's a scholar of the Brooklyn Dodgers. Yeah. And we have I now have a you know holiday birthday gift recommendation for all of y'all because that, that, here's what I got him. Remember when Joe Pisnanski did the baseball 100 series? He made it into a coffee table book. It is the molecular density of a friggin' coffee table. It is substantive. And we can both attest that's some of the best sports writing we've ever read. Oh, my goodness, yes. Joe Pizna- I mean, Joe Pisnanski is one of the best sports writers out there right now. Oh, and yeah. then writing essays about the 100 greatest baseball players of all time. Oh, Yeah. Spoiler <laughs> alert, number one is Willie Mays. Well, yeah, we kind of all saw that coming. <laughs> Who else was it going to be? A- There's a- Henry Aaron. Barry Bonds. Well, Barry Bonds, I really liked his piece on Barry Bonds. It was amazing. Like, again, he did he did each essay differently. Some were, like, pretty linear, but others were like, here's what really went on with Ricky Henderson. Everything you think you know, the real story is more fun. Yeah. I still love that he confirmed the story about the million-dollar check. That, that's a, it's a very Ricky move. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, when Ricky Henderson got his million-dollar signing bonus with the Oakland A's, also a million-dollar signing bonus from the Oakland A's. What year was this? The 80s. Everybody was snorting coke. (laughs) Using million-dollar checks. (laughs) Uh, So he got a million-dollar signing bonus with the Oakland A's. End of the year, they're balancing their books, and they're like, hey, we're a million dollars off. What gives? Uh... And they see that this check hasn't been cashed. And they ask Ricky Henderson, what happened to this check? And he's like, oh, I framed it and put it on my wall. (laughs) Yeah. It's not very often you get a million-dollar check. That's something to be proud of. You know, they could just give you a print of the check, and then you could also get the money. Nope. Not the same. Not the same. Not the same. Again. If you're doing an art heist, go to Ricky Henderson's house. 
that million dollars. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's stale dated now. No, I'm pretty sure you could still sell it for a billion dollars. Ah, yes. But you can't cash the check. Also, if you tried to, it would bounce because it's from the Oakland days. <laughs> yeah, they don't even have plumbing. <laughs> um, well, why is my computer acting up? Because it hates you. Oh, man. But hey, you know what this week is? Halloween? Last week of pumpkins. After that, we're going full peppermint, y'all. Or, you know, fried potatoes in circles. Mm. Fried potato circles. <laughs> oh, man. Which, again, brings us to our final special edition Halloween month-only Simsorama episode of the week. Spooky season Simsorama episode of the week. Shit, that's a much better title than what celebrities, what do they know? Do they know things? Let's find out. I just said. <laughs> so, for mine, I am throwing it all the way back to the beginning. Ooh. Treehouse of Horror. One, a.k.a. Treehouse of Horror, a.k.a. Yes. The Simpsons Halloween special. That was like one of the first Simpsons episodes I ever saw, like back when you would get like three episodes on a cassette. It was sufficiently scary for young me. And it's the genesis of the name Treehouse of Horror. It's actually Bart, Lisa, and Maggie sitting in the treehouse telling horror stories. Yeah, it, it lives up to its name. And, of course, it is the introduction of Kang and Kodos. Who have appeared in every Halloween episode. Even just as, like, like a tangential, you know, like, what the hell was that? Ha, 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 ha. What happened to us, Kodos? Quiet, you... Oh, man, these are... Uh, so they had Bad Dream House, which was a parody Ooh. of the Amityville Horror, and a little bit of Poltergeist. Mm -hmm. uh, Native American Burial Ground hidden in the basement. Everybody in the knife circle. And the house destroying itself rather than living and spending eternity with the Simpsons. It's a metaphor. <laughs> then there and was Hungry Are the Damned, introduction of Kang and Kodos. Oh, man, my favorite is the cookbook reveal. Just how to cook humans? No, it's how to cook... Well, there's space dust on it. How to cook for humans. Oh, okay. No, wait, there's more space dust. How to cook 40 humans. Ah! No. no, let's get all the space dust off. How to cook for 40 humans. Oh, man. It's not... It's not to feed us, it's to cook us! Uh, of course, the Twilight Zone episode, To Serve Man. Yes. Um, yeah. You would have lived forever in paradise. <laughs> now the, your mistrustful nature has ruined it for all of you. Way to go, Lisa. And then The Raven. Narrated by James Earl Jones. Whoa. I did not realize that. Yeah. 
So they just just went like full classic, just poetry and Bart as a pigeon. Bart quoth the raven, "Eat my shorts." Nobody says Bart. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's it's a scary ass poem. And yes, poems can be scary, people. That's what Edgar Allan Poe is all about. Also, did you know that's why the Baltimore Ravens are called the Baltimore Ravens? I, I did know that because he lived in Baltimore, the yes, scariest city in the Union. Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered weak and weary. Oh, James Earl Jones is so good. He is so good, man. What a do great, you have? great episode. I am going. Oh, I forgot which line to reference from this one. I'm going with Trios of Horror 8, which has one of, which has three, like, horror, cla- like, three horror genre classics. Omega Man, which, of course, Richard oh, Matheson. my life. Yes. <laughs> uh, it has, of course, Richard Matheson's Omega Man, which eventually became I Am Legend, which was originally I Am Legend. And of, of course, it has the the <laughs> has Homer dancing to war. What is it good for? Naked in the church. Yeah. And the house was lined with so much lead paint, it was pretty much a bomb shelter. <laughs> and of course, you know, like zombies, normals, we can all live together now. <laughs> Who wants to steal some Ferraris? I do. I do. Hmm. Matt, it only transports matter. I'll give you 35 cents. Sold. But I should warn you, this comes with grave consequence. I said I'll take it. Fly versus fly. Help me. Help me. (laughs) Sucker. Get your gross hands off of get my gross hands off of me. And then of course, when everything's back to normal, it's time I took care of this. Pulls out Max. Homer, what are you going to do? Something I should have done a long time ago. I'll teach you to mess with my machine. (laughs) Stop. I promise not to chop you. And, of course, the classic Easy Bake Coven, where we learn the true story of Halloween. (laughs) Must drop pantaloons. All right, Mark, here's now. Yes. Ah, It's too bad we filled up on all those real children before we got to the Flanderesses. Hey, give us some candy. Dad, that's our house. (laughs) Which? (laughs) Because, of course, if anyone ever disagrees with you, just call them a witch. That's how the 1650s worked. 1560s, you're a witch! <gasps> no, it was the 1650s. But you see see what I did there? Even by lying and shouting, I got all of you listening. And if this overarching, heavy-handed liberal metaphor isn't enough for you, you clearly haven't been listening to this podcast long enough. Yeah. What are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, I mean... Yeah, we're we're pretty much coming from the school of C.J. Craig over here. Oh, West Wing. 
We could do a West Wing episode of the week. We could do a West Wing episode of the week. Absolutely, we could. Oh, my God. I picked two cathedrals. I was going to pick two cathedrals. The best West Wing episode. I told you. So Ben's on his first watch. Yeah. First time ever watching the show, like, like front to back, T to B. Oh, my God. That, like, crying. Like, he is, like, like, oh, my God. Martin Sheen is just calling out God in multiple languages. And he tells him to fuck off in Latin. Yes, he does. It was so dirty, they couldn't subtitle it. Yeah, you just had to know Latin. <laughs> you did. Oh, my God. And, oh, another one. Um, uh, it is surely to his credit, um, the Ainsley uh, uh, Penzance episode. Yes. That was great because, you know, whether you're a Republican or Democrat, bullies are assholes. <laughs> yes. And I like that they went to bat for Ainsley in that episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, I'm just trying to think of other good ones. Oh, Shibboleth. Oh, Shibboleth. Um, he passed the test. <laughs> he did pass the test. Um, oh, uh, Hartsfield's Landing. Oh, my God. Wait. I haven't gone to that. That's my next episode. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, man. Oh, there was... I, there's just so many good episodes. And, like, oh, the episode... Oh, um, season one, episode 13, where uh, Leo McGarry talks about being an addict. Like, break oh. your fucking heart. Like, John Spencer, my God. I mean, I wonder how much of that was Aaron Sorkin writing from the heart, because he was doing a lot of blow when he wrote this show. But... <laughs> Um, it's again, like, 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 there's just so much like empathy on that show. There is. And if you liked this segment about West Wing, you'd probably like the podcast, the West Wing Weekly, where Josh Molina of the West Wing, uh, you'll see him appear in season four. Okay. <laughs> uh, breaks down episodes with uh, Rishi K. Shearway, uh, who you might know from Song Exploder. Oh. Explosion. Each oh, episode man. is one episode of Westwick, and they have guest stars like Aaron Sorkin and Martin oh. Sheen. Oh my god. That's what happens when you have real production value. Yeah, you get to have an actual heavy hitting person on network television. Oh man. So did you know the original plan was that the president was never going to show up on the West Wing? I feel like that's like such like a clever premise. I'm so glad he does show up because he's the friggin' best. He's the best. Or like would have been like uh, Steinbrenner on Seinfeld, just shot from the back. How's this? You're fired. <laughs> oh, man. I also love that when Seinfeld was like in production in that era, like, like Jerry and Larry, they were Mets fans because the Yankees were shit for a lot of their lives. Yeah. And the Mets won the World Series in their formative years. Yeah. Yeah. World Series in 69. Then they blew the doors off in 86. The Miracle Mets. And the Cocaine Cowboys. (laughs) Not to be confused with actual Cocaine Cowboys in Miami or the Cocaine Cowboys of the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, the U. Oh, man. Uh, Billy Corbin, hell of a documentarian. Yes. 
And he's like, he's, he's about as Florida as you get. <laughs> Florida man makes documentary. <laughs> Florida man starts his own radio network with blackjack <laughs> and hookers. And you know what? Forget the radio network. Ah, <laughs> uh, Danny boy. He's awesome. Also, PTI turned 20 years old. That's fucking crazy. Whoa. Right? Like, there, we haven't watched sports television seriously without PTI. Where, yeah, in a world where they didn't exist. Yeah. Again, two people shouting about sports is essentially what we're doing right here. Yes. But unlike Michael Wilbon, we don't love the Chicago White Sox. We, we don't. And unlike Tony Kornheiser, we welcome both of gamblers. He's gotten over that, allegedly. Reportedly. <laughs> but we do say goodnight, Canada. Sports Center is next. Yes. See you tomorrow, knuckleheads. Yeah, perfect sign-up. Also, Tony Reale, like, probably the best talk show sidekick since Ed McMahon or Jeffrey the Sexy Robot. Uh, I like uh, Conan's sidekick. Oh, Andy Richter. Andy Richter, yes. I, I like Andy because he doesn't take the hit to leave. He's, he's just, ah, as long as I'm getting paid, I am showing up and I'm sitting on that couch. <laughs> yep. No, Andy, only I am a dance. And then we did the Conan dance. We did because y'all can't see us, but you can hear us. And if you like hearing us, Give us a five-star review on the podcatcher of your choice. Bake them away, toys. That's right. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, pretty much anywhere that you get podcasts put in your ears. Yes. And if you enjoy what you listen, write a positive review. We will read it on the air. Neither of us is great readers, but we'll do our darndest. We might even do a silly voice for you. Notice, we will not do a silly voice for you. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. It will not be fun. Thanks, legal disclaimer department. Yeah, it's good that we brought those guys. The, the, the Vatican time cops are really getting on our asses. Mm, and the internet ninjas. Oh, man. Again, you think ninjas, you think, oh, this is cool as shit. But then, you know, the internet. Mm-hmm. It's less fun. And if you are someone on the internet and you enjoy this podcast, give us a follow. You'll see some funny shit. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All at TWI Blurns Ball. That's TWI Blurns Ball. If you can spell Blurns Ball, you've already found the podcast. And if you can't spell Blurns Ball, it's spelled how it sounds. Yes. Yes, it is. Man, we're going to have to do the breakdown of the rules of Blurns Ball on the offseason. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to go through it, you know, point by point. And David X. Cohen, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on the show. Yes. You know his middle name starts with S? Yeah. Fox's name is Andrew. Oh, man. I'm learning and so many Ma- things today. Michael Keaton's real name is Michael Douglas. And Albert Brooks's real name is Albert Einstein. Yeah, because his brother was Super Dave Osborne. I know, right? But, yeah. we're, but we digress. Also, if you enjoyed the show, you probably enjoyed us. And you can follow both of us personally on social media. Ben is at Benjamin K. Bloom on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at JMS Morris on both Twitter and Instagram. And if you like dogs, and you do like dogs, there's one over your shoulder right now. Yeah!
You can lie. <laughs> He'll be there eventually. You can follow at ampersand the puppy on Instagram because dogs are banned from Twitter. Only thoughts of dog is allowed on Twitter. Yes, which again is essentially you know like a lobbyist group. I think dogs should vote. Yeah, they'll vote for water dish every year. Now my opponent, Senator Stick in the Yard, ran a good campaign, but the people have spoken. They want four more years of water dish. <laughs> Classic. Ah, oh, man, I think we're at the end of our ad read. Yes. Yes, we are. Ad read? We're getting paid for this? Oh. Let's mute my microphone for a second. Yeah, so there's a whole big old bag of money. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. I it's okay. I donated it to orphans. <laughs> oh, okay. Giving it to that busload of orphans that got driven off a cliff? What? <laughs> That was one of Snake's crimes. Oh, no, he burned down an orphanage and he drove a bus of uh, nuns off the cliff. Those nuns totally started it. Ah, hair toupee. <laughs> Hell toupee. Looks like uh, someone had a bad hair day. <laughs> Chief, I don't see why you're laughing. There are two people. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> And with that Marge one-liner, which we don't do enough of, that brings us to the end of another wonderful episode of This Week in Blurns Ball. For all of us here at This Week in Blurns Ball, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Ben Bloom. And I'm Jacob Morris. Thank you so much for joining us. Wait, who says farewell from the world is tomorrow now? I feel like we both have to at this point. One, two, three. Farewell from the, from the world, world tomorrow. tomorrow. Hi. Hello. We're the replacement announcers because the good announcers went to Cancun. They they they, they felt followed through on it. That 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 Red Sox Dodgers that did not sit well with them. Uh so bear with us. We're rather new to the industry. We don't have the gravitas that the uh, normal announcers have. No, we 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 don't have the enunciation that they do. But we'll do our best and uh, hope that you're okay with it. So I'm just going to start from the script here. Yeah, okay. It says, uh, coming up next week on This Week in Blarns Ball. Hi, Ben. 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 Hi, Ben.